So we're trying to become part of the 1% in everything in life. Don't believe me? Fucking try it. I guarantee you it's fucking real. All I'm saying is it's time to fucking wake up. It's time to quit blaming people. And it's time to take responsibility for your actions. Now wake up, you got some shit to do It's 6am, I don't care, you got some shit to prove Cause right now, you ain't got nothing that big to lose So get your ass to work and don't you dare hit snooze What's going on everybody? I'm Justin, I'm your host, and welcome to the Rebel Academy Guys, if you do not know what a rebel is A rebel is somebody that goes against the norm so what we are here to do is we're trying to become part of the rebels of the 99% of the population, the 99% of the people that are trying to live, uh, you know, the American dream, you know, going to fucking hundreds of thousand dollars in debt and uh, buy a house, buy a car and have to work 40 hours a week. Uh, the people with the limited minds. Um, we are here for the people, the 1% of the top fittest people in the world, um, top motivated people in the world, happiest people in the world, just anybody that's trying to live 110% in their life. Um, guys, we do have a schedule here at the Rebel Academy. We do record twice a week. We record Good News Tuesday, and we drop an episode every uh, Friday, which is Fitness Friday. Good News Tuesday, that talks about anything personal development, self-development, personal growth, anything uh, mindsets, uh, guidelines to success, anything along those lines. And then we have Fitness Friday, where um, we talk about different many, uh, many different body types. Uh, if CrossFit works for you, if cardio works for you, bodybuilding, diets, multiple diets, drop sets. Uh, we talk about anything that has to do with fitness. Um, another thing is, guys, we are an unedited podcast, uh, which is something that I love about this podcast. So you don't hear me cutting out any of the bullshit. Um, you hear everything from every sneeze, cough, uh, anything. We want to let you guys know that we are not superheroes here. We are just normal human beings that are excelling in life. And that's the people that are bring on today uh, or bring on to the show. So you'll hear every stutter, everything like that. But today, guys, we do have a special guest here fitness enthusiast with a ton of value. I actually met him a little over a year ago and we've actually kept in touch via social media. He's going to have a ton of value to give to you guys. So I highly recommend pulling out a pen and paper, pulling out your notes, whatever the fuck you use to Excel or to write some shit down because there's a lot of good shit uh, coming on. So what's up, Shay? What's going on? Not much, man. Yourself? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not much, man. Yeah. So um, we're going to be talking a lot. So Shay, uh, he's actually... Um, we're going to get into the background and stuff a little bit, but he actually, we met him. He actually worked in a supplement store and uh, the dude had great, um, you know, he's great in sales. He knew his shit and I actually ended up buying more shit off of him just because I, I like the sales pitch. So, um, you know, so we've actually kind of, we started following each other on social media um, and that's kind of led in to the relationship, you know, via social media. Um, and we finally got him on here. We've been talking about getting him on all, uh, getting him on here for a while. So, um, is this your first, first podcast you've ever done? Yeah, bro. I'm pretty excited for this. Like right. I, on my way over, I was totally like, I have no idea what to expect. I'm like, <laughs> this is still kind of trippy hearing this thing, you know, echoing and reverberating in my ears via the, the earphones here. So I'm yeah. like, it's pretty dope though. But I mean, it's, it's totally fun though to like, to be able to, uh, connect with like-minded people like you and your mm -hmm. brother, like that conversation we had, what was that? Like, that was two hours. A two hour conversation. <laughs> it felt like 10 minutes. Yeah, it felt like, for me, it felt like, yeah, I know it was like 15, 20 minutes, but it was like, that was collectively like 110 minutes. You know, that was ridiculous. Yeah, that's amazing. So, that's awesome, man. Yeah, yeah, so we'll just go ahead and start right off, man. So, like, where are you from? What's your, uh, what's your background? Where are you born? And then, you know, what's like, what's the background on you? Yeah, so, uh, so I was born in, um, 
let's see, where was I born? Concord, California. Uh, I was, I think I was there until I was about two and a half, three years old, and I moved here, and I've been here for about 17 years. Um, and I, I gotta say, I love Colorado, but at the same time, it's just, just a bit of a shithole. You know, it's, it's just, <laughs> yeah. it's, 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 the, the economy here is just getting so, like, just congested with all these, you know, unique people. And sure, that's like, that's a good thing. Like, having uniquity, uniquities is like, if that's a word, it's like, uh, it, it definitely brings flavor and, like, zest, you know, to an environment. But it's like, at the same time, it's like, it just gets a little overstimulating. It's like, I, and the, I just want to move out of here. Like, the, the economy is shit, you know, the, the weather is getting shittier and shittier, you know, every year. Yeah, but yeah. I don't mean to be a Debbie Downer or anything, but uh, yeah, you know, it's it's a uh, it's been a journey though. The past four years of my life, I gotta say, you know, from um, I got in a like I was telling you earlier, I got in a car accident. Let's see, in September of uh, 2016, I was uh, incapacitated with a traumatic brain injury, and I was in the hospital for about uh, two and a half, three months. I had to relearn how to walk, uh, talk, speak, you know, walk, talk, speak, right? Uh, right, you know, like learning even was like a, uh, just a difficulty just because my, uh, I think it was the secretary part of my brain was just completely foobarred, you know? So um, when I was in the hospital though, that was, I, I would look at myself like in the in the mirror, like, um, and I, I would just go like, wow, the amount of atrophy that my body has undergone, like I, it was motivational, like I, I, I needed to, I realized that I needed to, you know, change and grow, you know, so that was kind of what prompted my fitness journey. And ever since then, you know, it's been off and on just because of injuries and stuff like that. And like, sometimes I'll go through periods of like lack of motivation where I'm a little more lax with my schedule. Uh, I went through a period a couple months ago where I was training like three, four times a week. I was taking way too many off days, which was not good uh, for progress, at least the, the progress that I wanted. But, um, it's uh, it's been a journey of growth, and I think that you you can't really execute like a, a proper journey unless you've experienced the downsides of uh, what you're doing. You know, so if you don't experience like um, the and, and failure, I I've learned is the the best teacher. There is no teacher like it. Like absolutely, if you don't um, if you don't experience the things that like I don't mean to do my own horn, the things that I went through, uh, then you're or something of the sort. I know I, I've. Uh, certainly had it easier than plenty of people, uh, which is astounding to me just because I, I know that it's, you know, stuff that I've gone through. So it's yeah, intimidating. It, it's intimidating though, mm-hmm. to think of, you know, all the stuff that other people go through and it's like, they, they still uh, come back out of it. Like with, um, with their heads held high and their chins, you know, like they're just stronger afterwards. And it's like, it's, it's impressive. So that's a big part for me is the growth and like the learning from the failure. Um, and that's just kind of, uh, that's what's brought me along so far. So that's, that's kind of where I'm at right now. I'm, I'm, um, uh, definitely my life has changed a lot recently. Um, but, um, I am, I'm happier than I've ever been. I, I gotta say just fitness has just changed my life. You know? Heck yeah, man. No, Heck that's, yeah. I, that's, we're happy to have you on, man. Like there's a lot of good value to give, man. Cause like, you know, right there, you just talked about what you what he was doing subconsciously is he's actually telling you his why so what he has is he has a why that's strong enough that gets him out of bed every day Mm -hmm. so even if you didn't have it let's say you didn't have a job you didn't have any bills you just laid down all day 
that enough is to get you, that right there is enough motivation to get you out of bed to, to realize you where you were to keep yeah. going. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, you have, you have your why and you, you don't ever want to go back to that place. Cause mm-hmm. you know, why did that car accident? Um, I know we talked about this earlier off mic, which should have recorded that. Like it was some good, was, we got some good shit in there. So <laughs> um, but yeah, like if this interview is anything like the before is going to be a good podcast. So, um, yeah, man. So like, why did the hospital, uh, why is that your why? It's, I guess. Well, like what happened in the hospital that made you let's fucking do this. There's so many things that happened. A, it was just, um, so I, I had been, you know, getting into fitness a couple months prior to that, you know, I had been doing the strength and conditioning, uh, classes. That's it's an elective. It isn't like a required mandated class or anything, but, um, I was doing team sports and stuff like that, which are there. Those are both kind of like the classes that nobody really takes seriously, like almost like they're a joke or whatever, but it's like, um, you know, I, I've been doing that, but I, I began to take fitness a little bit seriously, like more seriously than I had been, uh, the 24 months prior to that. And, um, so I was like, I was getting in good shape. I was, you know, the, the main thing for me was like, I was able to hold a plank for like, like five minutes and I'm talking like a good plank, yeah, you know, no, but, that's crazy. <laughs> but, um, and so that was, that was a, that was a big thing for me. And then when I, when I got in the car accident and I, uh, I was, I, uh, I was sitting in the, the, the hospital bed with an IV in my arm and I have a picture. My mom has a picture of me with a, an empty gallon of ice cream, not a gallon of ice cream, but it is just a big tub of ice cream. And, um, and I had finished it in like less than 10 minutes. It was ridiculous. And I was like, I was getting a little bit fluffy, but at the same time, like I was still staying extremely skinny and I was just, I was losing weight, um, like in my face, you could see it, but like, I just, my body just looked unhealthy. Like, so it was, it was, it was crazy. Cause I had just gotten into fitness and I was like, well, what the hell? Like, why did this happen to me? Like, why did I get, why did I have to get hit by this fucking car? Like this guy could have fucking killed me miraculously. Like my, the driver's seat was the only seat that was untouched in the entire car. Um, anybody else would have been dead is what the, the guys were saying at the, the site of the accident. So like, um, and it's, it's crazy. So like, why the fuck does this have to happen to me? Like why, right as I got into fitness, like this is, it's, it was just so frustrating. And when I underwent that, that trial in my mind, I was like, I was so frustrated. I was angry with, with myself for whatever reason. I was angry with that guy. I was pissed off at that guy. Um, the guy that hit me. And, um, and so I was just like, just why, just why? And, um, there, the hospital food there is just complete shit. Like they, they like almost underfeed you. I don't want to like talk trash or anything, but it was just, and just the living conditions there are enough to keep you alive, not enough to make enough to make you um, live. Mm-hmm. If you know what I mean. Right, right. I mean. No, yeah, I got that. Yeah. So like they keep you, they they let you survive, not live. So um, and it's like I I want to experience life to the fullest now. I it it felt like, and I know I know I'm gonna get shit for this just because you know I this is nowhere near true, but I felt like like wow this is what it feels like this is like the lowest of the low. And I'm like, no, this is not, but uh, me, me now I'm like, no, that was not the lowest of the low. There's, there are plenty of things that are worse than that, but it's like, this is, but in your personal life, exactly. This, that was the worst thing that I've ever experienced. Like, right. Like I was surviving. Like I said, no, I I believe that the lowest of the low is that could be the highest of the highest is different. Everyone's person's uh, mind. And and I have the beholder, I think. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, um, so I was like, well, I want to experience life the highest of the high. I've been, 
you know, I've been, I think I was 17 when I was in that accident. Um, so I had been living with my parents and everything like that. And I was like, I, I've been, you know, sheltered. And I, I, you know, just taken care of, you know, things are paid for, for me, my phone, phone bill, you know, I didn't have a car obviously. So I didn't have anybody to pay that for me. Um, uh, so it's just like, I, I, I want to, I want to experience though life, what it's like, uh, outside of like this bubble of safety and stuff like that. It's like, this is, this hospital is just literally just meant to keep people alive and like safe and just shelter them from outside and like, you know, further harm and stuff like that. So it's like, now I want to go out, uh, and experience and create a life that I want, you know, right. now that this guy almost robbed me of everything. So it's like, like, it yeah. just, it, you don't know what you have until you know, you lose it or you almost lose it. It really makes you, you value life that much more in my opinion. So that was, that was a big thing for me. So that's, that's kind of what makes it my, my motivating factor. When I, every day I wake up, I'm like, I don't want to end up where I was. And, um, uh, back where I, you know, like when I was in that, that fucking hospital bed, that's just, it was just scary. Um, not because like I was, I was almost dead, not because of that, but because of, um, the change in mentality that I had, it was just frightening to me. It was, it was alien. It was foreign, it was just different. Yeah. You were um, done with it. Yeah. Yeah. I was just done with it. Yeah. No, but the thing is, is you got to give yourself some credit because you had one of two options to do. You could have given up and failed and said, this is my life. This mm -hmm. is it. Like, um, you know, I'm just going to go home. There's no point in to keep going, but you did went with option two, which is the best thing that could have happened to you, which is, um, a decision that you made on your own to actually keep pushing, to actually push yeah. harder. Yeah. Cause you were telling me earlier that you were even doing crunches in like the hospital bed. Like you were trying to, you were just so done with just what? being the, the monotony of just sitting in bed, lying in bed all day, not being allowed to. I was, I was allowed no more than 30 minutes on my phone because it goofed with my like, uh, brain or whatever, you know? And so that was like fucky. And I wasn't allowed to watch TV for more than like two hours or whatever, which was still a long time. But, um, and like, I, I had these assignments that I had to do. My, um, English teacher from the, the high school I was going to at the time gave, um, excuse me, gave, uh, these assignments that I had to do to this, uh, this, uh, I forget what her title was, but she was a, a, a nurse, but at the same time she was like a teacher. Um, and she acted as kind of like a, kind of like a segue between uh, the two worlds, you know, the high school and the, the hospital where uh, she would give me the work and stuff. And I had to do those assignments, you know? Um, and so I would do those assignments and I just do all these stupid things. I'd be inside all day. I wasn't allowed to go outside. Um, and I had to relearn how to walk. I had to relearn how to, to read and stuff and how to cook too they walked me through like safety protocols and like kitchens and shit. And I was just so, I was just so like my, my mentality was like already changing. I could already feel it changing when I was in the hospital. Like, uh, the second I woke up or at least the, from what I can remember, you know, when I first became conscious after I had been unconscious, like all those weeks or whatever, you know, um, that was that was when I was like I I just want to I I want to achieve something now I I don't want to be here I'm about to graduate uh, I'm about to go to a college and I still hadn't by the way I still hadn't decided which college I wanted to go to because I was I was unconfident about that decision about going to college and I was just because of, of what we talked about earlier like mm -hmm. I, at that time I believed that um, colleges were just a money trap and I still do 
but um, I believed or I thought that I wanted to um, please my family because I know that that's what they wanted me to do. And so I was, I was like, I'm just going to do that because that's what they want me to do. I'm going to become, you know, financially like unstable, corrupt, you know, just because I'm following these other people's dreams and not my own. Um, and so I was like, I have had a fucking enough of this, like no more, no right. more of this. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm going to go, you know, do my own thing. Right. No, absolutely, man. No, I love that about it. You know, and yeah. you know, that, that, that's your one, man. And that's going to actually, that's what turned you into the person you are today, man. Like that, that's, that's tight. Is that like what got you into fitness was like the motivation. So like, were you in it? all in before you got in the accident or were you kind of just like one foot in kind of one foot in okay you know definitely one foot in i was i had no idea um what a fitness model was like i obviously i'd like seen them in the magazines and shit like i wasn't really active on instagram so i'd never seen one of those guys like on instagram and shit like that but um i uh i had no idea what the potential was i had no idea what, what um my own personal potential was before i got in that accident i was just like all right well i want to be better uh looking more confident than a lot of these guys in my gym and my fitness class and it's like I, I feel like I was I was getting to where I wanted to be at that time which wasn't a very high standard because like like you said I I only had one foot in at the time. I didn't have a whole lot of skin in the game. I was unmotivated to be really truly committed to anything, you know. But um the the accident that was just like the the last straw, you know. I, I often think, you know, sometimes like whether or not that accident like rewired something in my brain. Cause like I didn't, I hadn't gone through puberty yet. And like I said, when I got out of the accident, like it was like, obvious that I was going through puberty. But anyways, yeah. <laughs> a little TMI there. But, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, oh, uh, no, no, that's good. I mean, you know, and that, no, man, like that's some really good stuff there, man. Cause there, there's a lot of people that listen to this podcast that they end up making up imaginary shit in their head on why they don't deserve to go to the gym or why they, you know, they just have, they have a, a bigger list of reasons why to not go to the gym than the list to go to the gym. But what they got to realize is that the smaller list of why to go to the gym is actually, um, it, it's more powerful. Than it the, than seems the more list. pertinent. The, the list of why to not go to the gym seems more pertinent and yet it's less, and yet it's less, less, so much less power, uh, powerful, sorry. Than the reasons that they have to go to the gym they have they have motivations significant uh motivations that dwell within their life or outside of like their life in another person's life to go to the gym hmm. like um i knew somebody uh this this asian kid who's like 17 years old he uh like obesity runs in the family and stuff and his uncle had just died of a heart attack a few months prior and he was like yeah all this you know bad like cholesterol and stuff like that it just runs in my family and it's like then go to the gym dude but he's like i just don't want to i don't feel like i belong there i feel out of place there i feel like an outlier and i'm like you know there's only so much that somebody can do to like motivate somebody to go to the gym you got to find it within yourself but at the same time it's like you, you you need to know um when those those factors that are are screaming at you to go to the gym you need right. to know when those are uh correct and not just like your brain trying to uh, find like um reasons for you to do something find a fulfillment in your life right no absolutely and that's the thing man is like you oh let me turn that up a little bit sorry about that is that better for you no yeah you're, it's just it just hurts my ear a little oh bit. gotcha <laughs> um no that's the thing i i just want 
like a big thing for me in this podcast is, you know, all I want to do is give value. I'm not doing this for me. I'm not doing this for any one particular person. I'm doing this to give as much value out to the world as I possibly can. Like this is one of my definitions of give it back to the world. So yeah. that's why I bring on uh, only a select few um, of people onto this podcast of people that I truly believe that is going to give the most value. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's a big thing is like, we're, we're talking about uh, feeling deserving, but it's, it's kind of like an alcoholic, man. It's like, you can only give them so much advice you can you can put them in a shelter. You can do whatever you want. You can tie the hand, you know, their hands behind their back. Whatever it is, man. It's just like in fitness. I look at the same thing as fitness as you know as being an alcoholic, a drug addict, whatever it is. The real change is only going to happen whenever that person decides to take action or, or it takes life into their own hands. Exactly. You know, yes. and that's and I'm a firm believer in that. You know, so um, no, that's huge, man. And and that's a good you know topic to talk about. But you know you know, outside of the hospital and stuff like that, you know, you still have that driving force that you still go to the gym five, six days a week um, is what we were talking about. And you you still have that motivation to go when 99% of the population don't even go to the gym at all. So, and even in that 1%, which is crazy, which is already a small number within that small percent, there's people that still go like three days a week, but they still eat like shit, shitty diet, you know, and no one has the perfect diet, but um, you know, what does with you with your driving force that you still have every single day that you've had in the past your your why is big enough what does your future look like in fitness so i i just want to do something that reaches out and and as corny as it sounds i i just want to connect with people i i'm a huge um i've just become such a like a a people person ever mm-hmm. since my accident i used to be so introverted before my accident but like now i like love to talk to people so that's which hey. is interesting but um which is actually a good thing it, it is i totally agree with that oh you're good man sorry and um so when uh when i say i want to like network with people i i, I want to like travel abroad and like you know spread uh, yeah. my, my ideologies and shit like that to people you know in spain or whatever the fuck you know i just want them to I just want to teach people. I want to teach people to be happy, not complacent, and not satisfied with mediocrity, but also to uh, to to chase their dreams. You know, that's no, no, dude. It, the, the thing is, man, is that <laughs> the thing is the, what I tried to do in this podcast, and especially with us being in the yeah. ground floor of this podcast. Um, I'm trying to weave out those people that that like the limited mind people. Like I don't care if I get a couple bad reviews for it. I'm trying to build a concrete fan foundation of the people that listen to this show. Um, I want these people to be able to take shit. I want these people to know that we only speak the truth and only the truth. Um, that we are here to only grow each other. You know, in this conversation, yeah. uh-huh. I want to be able for you to grow me, me to grow you, and us both combined to grow the people that listen to this podcast. That's exactly. So I'm trying to weave out, man. So don't uh-huh. um, on this podcast, man. Like, if someone's listening to this and you can't listen to high value, I mean, I don't really recommend this podcast to you um, because we're we're trying to build that concrete foundation of people that can can take criticism that damn, I do do that in my life and this is how to change it. Like yeah. we're here to only grow people. So yeah, man, tell, like I, yeah. I want to hear the goals, you know, you're the, so, the stars, yeah. you know, well, sky's the limit, you yeah. 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 So I, I, hear, feel a I felt better about saying something corny like that. <laughs> yeah, no, man, no, no goal is too big here at the Rebel Academy. Man. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, just, you know, yeah. Like, like you said, you know, just chase your dreams. Like literally it's as simple as that. Just follow what you want to do. Don't do what anybody else wants to do. Like if you don't want to go to college, don't go to college. 
uh, like uh, unless you absolutely need it, like unless you're studying to be a nurse or some you know something like that, like that's awesome. You know? Absolutely, all more power to you. Go to college, like, but don't do anything you don't want to do. Like if you're if your interest is, is in cars and you spend a lot of money on your car every year, don't feel bad about that. Like that's what you want to do. You're investing into your car because you care about your car and you want to like for whatever reason become better with your car. Like I don't know if that's like uh, like if you want to drive you know, like to race or something or just like sh sh do a car show or whatever. Like, right. You're saying, you like, know, just, you just do follow, you. you do you follow, follow what you want. Your, your own aspirations. Uh, don't listen to anybody else. Um, you know, unless you're learning from them. Right. Yeah. So that's, that's a big thing. Like a big output on life that I like to look at is like, yeah. look, if someone walked up to you and said, Hey, you're dying in one hour. Like you have no options out of it. What shit that you regret in the past. And it's like, those tough conversations that you have to have, those, uh, you know, you know, decisions that you have to make of telling your parents, Hey, I don't want to go to college or, Hey, I want to move to a different state or, Hey, exactly. I want to do, um, you know, Hey, I know you want me to be a lawyer, but uh -huh. my passion is a fucking is music, you know? Cause then like, how far are you going to get, you know, exactly. uh, going to school to be a, a lawyer, but your passion is music. Like where, how far are you going to get? You're not going to get far at all. Cause, because like when your mind People, something that people don't get, uh, most people at least don't get, is that you you aren't going to get far in life if your mind is not with what you do. If you don't, if you're not uh, actively thinking about what it is that you do, whether um, you know whether you're a nurse, whether you're a personal trainer, whether you're an entrepreneur, you have your own business, you need to constantly think, be thinking about how you can make yourself better at what you do. Uh, otherwise, you're not going to get anywhere. And it's easy to weasel out the people who are not motivated with what they do. Like you can tell that those, you can tell the people who, who aren't doing what they want to be doing. You know, it's, it's pretty easy. Like oh, they're, they're restless. They're unsatisfied with everything that they're doing. It's just, or like when you go to a restaurant and the waiter's a dick, it's like, dude, and then they start being a dick back. It's like, yeah. do you really think he wants to fucking be here? Or do you think, cause you don't know you, that guy could be going to college to be a doctor. That guy could be, trying to chase his dreams of music or poetry, whatever it is, whatever his dream is, he's getting, he's like, dude, I'm forced to be here because he's somebody. doing what he has to do yeah. to get by until that dream takes off. Exactly. You know? So it's like, I don't know. We do live in a sensitive culture now though. Like yeah, a lot of people, like sure. they can't take the shit. And that's why I'm trying to weasel out like the people that can't take shit. Cause, I, cause I'm like, dude, you're just going to keep getting offended <laughs> if you listen to this podcast. So th those are the people that I'm trying to get out. But listen, I, I love the, how the gym, is such a good um it's just a good point you know whenever we talk about success and fulfillment and everything like that like this is a fitness friday podcast but look how much um because you guys do know that we talk about the mind and personal development self-development you know that we talk about all that and look how similar they are Dude. it's everything takes consistency everything takes uh discipline they they are one and the same i believe they're such a good comparison towards each other you know because you know I, I love it you know the results might not be as big as you know, for one person, it's easy for them. I've heard people say, I've heard successful people, they're like, it's easier for me to make $100 million than it is for me to lose 20 pounds. Yeah. You know, and then there's other people out there that are like, it's easier for me to lose 150 pounds than it is for me to make a thousand bucks. You know, see, it's like they're generalizing what they can and cannot do because mm -hmm. of what they're used to being able to quote unquote, being able to do and to not do. They just need to learn how to do something. They need to invest their time. Uh, take a portion out of their entrepreneurial entrepreneurial life 
um, and invested into a fitness related lifestyle. Like, do you know, uh, Ed Milet? Oh yeah. And like Joe Rogan, all those guys, they're these, these amazing guys who are, they, they, they work their own hours. They love what they fucking do. Absolutely. Uh, and they go to the gym. They're incredibly fit. And it's like, they're just, I saw Ed Milet live in St. Louis. Did you really? Yeah. 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 I'd love to see that guy. Yeah. We actually flew down to St. Louis and dude, what a great speaker, man. That guy's a badass. Andy Frisella. He's the owner of first form. Andy Frisella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He's like, he's a, he's a, he has a huge podcast. Like those are the reason that I, actually the crazy thing that you say that is like Ed Milet and Andy Frisella are my, I listen to them every day. Really? Like both of those two really? are like, and they're like, the crazy thing is, is they're like best friends right now. Really? Like they have I don't, been, that doesn't they, surprise me. It's a, it's a close knit community. Yeah. Like so, RNT syndicate. Yeah. That's what we're like trying to build, you know, rebel Academy. This is the Ed Milet and Andy Priscilla own this company. And it's okay. like a big seminar. And like, that's what we're trying to turn rebel Academy into, you know, to some competitor, hopefully bigger than those dudes. Oh, but like, yeah. you know, we can, uh, Easy. you know, we're just trying to start the foundation, man. We're in the beginning stages of this, but, um, no, man. So like to talk a little bit of, uh, more about fitness, I wanted to get into more, you know, subject about this. Cause this is like where you shine, I believe in, in your industry is for some advice, man. Like I want you to ramble on for a little while, uh, you know, what's some advice, some fitness, some actual good shit that people need to hear of someone that's, let's say trying to lose weight and someone trying to bulk, like you can go, you know, start with whatever uh, one you want, but like, what's some, what's something that other people are going to sugarcoat? What's some like, black and white shit of what you just need to do to get fit. All right. Uh, there is no one thing you need to do to be fit. We'll start with that. There are, it's a, it's a, it's a conglomerate. It's a system of factors that tie into one goal, which is perfecting your body's look, uh, and your inner body's health. So you need to, you need to do so many things, uh, which, I understand might be sound a little uh, a little intimidating for those who are who are trying to get into fitness and stuff, but it's that's what the lifestyle is. It's it's a it's a busy lifestyle, and you got to do your studying, and you got to do um, just just your research. That way, you know what you're doing, you know what you're getting into. It's 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 something that is just an amazing uh, facet in life. That is just a um, I'd say an an outlet for for not only uh, physical energy but emotional and mental energy and it helps to expand your your mind and as well as your body obviously um, and it helps you grow in every way so that being said uh fitness uh i'd say the number one uh misunderstanding the the uh the number one thing that people get incorrectly is that uh your results are going to be dictated outside of the gym uh Obviously, you're not going to have results if you don't have one or the other, uh, both of those factors being in and out of the gym. You need to have both of them. But I'd say the main thing for inspiring results are going to be created outside of the gym, primarily in the kitchen. So that's just you, – you've heard it, I'm sure, plenty of times before these days, especially on social media just because they're pushing that a lot these days, which is good because um, that's the truth. So you really need to – you need to look at, you know, your, your calorie intake, um, kind of, kind of gauge your calories, whether it's like a, whether your goal is to, to add weight, to add, um, lean size or just size in general, if you're a power lifter, if you don't care, you know, what your body fat percentage is, you need to be in a, a surplus, which is a, a caloric surplus is simply when your your the amount of calories that you are consuming, uh, putting into your body exceeds the amount of your BMR, which is your basal metabolic rate, which is your natural metabolism, your body's natural metabolism. 
uh, how many calories you burn while uh, maintaining a sedentary lifestyle, just sitting around all day. Like say um, my, I believe my, my BMR is like 2200, I think something like that. Uh, and that would be, I'd have to eat two, 2200 calories um, every day in order to maintain my size because my body would be consuming those calories. Um, if I feed it exogenous, you know, the, 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 the calories obviously, and then it'll be burning that same amount of calories. If I am, uh, you know, just walking around sitting, doing nothing basically all day. So that being said, uh, if your goal is to lose weight, basically you need to be in a caloric deficit, which is, as you might have guessed, you just need to be consuming less calories than, uh, the BMR. So basically that's just going to consist of, um, consuming the healthy, the healthier calories, which is, uh, basically like a, uh, oh, sorry, I'm, I'm a little disorganized. So it's like, you gotta have a, a macro split. So your, your protein, your fats and your carbohydrates, you want for, uh, somebody who's losing weight, you're going to want to be monitoring mainly your carbohydrates because your carbohydrates are what control your blood glucose levels and stuff like that. And your insulin and everything like that, which is what regulates, um, kind of how, uh, metabolization of fat, uh, through the calories that you consume. So, uh, if you have a higher protein, um, split, so let's say your, your macro split is, um, 50, 50% protein. We've got 30%, uh, fat and 20% carbohydrates. So that's gonna, that's perfect for losing weight. So your body's gonna be um, in, a, in an anabolic state basically the entire time because you're gonna have so much uh, protein in your system all throughout the day. Um, whereas if you have um, a lower protein and a, a higher uh, carbohydrate count, that's gonna be perfect for adding size and adding weight and just adding dirty, you know, muscle gains, that sort of thing. Um, so the, the, uh, the main thing for, for somebody who is trying to cut though, is just monitoring your, your calories. There are plenty of like fitness, uh, fitness tracking apps that, that help with that, where you can kind of input what you, you eat, um, stuff like that. I, I personally don't use any of those. I just kind of like eyeball, eyeball what I eat, <laughs> um, which, which I'm getting away with just cause I'm 20 years old. <laughs> yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah, but, uh, it's, it, definitely becomes more of a, a system. Um, uh, it's a lot easier to, to goof up on the older you get. So it's, so I, I, I definitely should start doing that, but um, hey, you're taking advantage of it. Dude, I totally, yeah, you got you have to. to, man. Like, I mean, honestly though, like there, there's probably some people out there that are been working out since they're 40 years old. They're like, yeah, I should have fucked around yeah. a little bit more, you know, and I was 20. I mean, so the, there's another thing that's interesting is, uh, the, the psychological aspect of it is, um, like somebody who didn't, didn't party a whole lot, you know, in high school is going to party like a motherfucker in college. Right. Yeah, but yeah. somebody who part got all their partying out, um, in, uh, in high school or in your case, middle school, um, <laughs> is, uh, they're going to be completely content. They're not, they're typically not going to want to, you know, party a whole lot more. Uh, later on in their life, that's not always the case, but that's usually how it works psychologically because your body is constantly striving for equilibrium and um, you're, you're basically just balancing everything out that way. So uh, when uh, when you're younger and you you get all that shit out that you, uh, in terms of eating, when you're younger and you, you eat all that shit that you normally wouldn't be able to get away with, you know, the older you get, um, 
the idea is that when I'm older, uh, I should be a little bit like healthier. That's, I feel like with diet, that's a lot less consistent. Uh, like partying, like but... what you're saying is you're like yo when I turn forty yeah 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 I'm, 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 I'm not gonna, gonna want to eat up. any pizza bro yeah I'm not gonna want that <laughs> yeah hey, it all starts with habits man if you're eating pizza all the way up to forty it's gonna be hard to quit eating pizza at forty <laughs> <laughs> that that idea sounded a lot better in my mind the second <laughs> I thought it no but, man I the... love it though no because like what you're doing is because. The thing is, is you got to give yourself a little bit more credit because what you're talking about is discipline. So you already have the discipline to know, um, you know, how many calories you need to be maintaining and what you got to do if you're trying to gain muscle, gain size, you got to be eating over that. You know, there's so many people out there. um, I kind of guess mine because it works because I played around with it a little bit. I don't know what my exact number is, uh, but there's people out there that don't even try to know how many calories. Like the thing is, is like, you know, uh, back to the schooling thing, like, fuck like what's the point of college what's the point of going to you know nutrition school when you can just go on youtube and watch 20 million different guys tell you the same fucking thing waste all that fucking money instead of just like wasting not wasting utilizing a couple dollars of internet you know shit dude you're going to college already for eight hours a day why don't you spend eight hours a day on youtube but it takes discipline they need to have a schedule they need someone else to be there they need somebody to tell them to do it and also somebody to keep them from being distracted because it's a social media platform it is meant to be distracting you are meant to look at all these advertisements and all these other videos that look like so much more fun than what you're looking at it's like they're less informative but they're they're more fun and that's why it takes self-discipline you know what i mean there's self-discipline and everything to exceed in anything in life it is going to require discipline that is that is a simple fact like even uh you know even though that you're 20 years old it takes discipline to fucking go to the gym every day granted whenever you know for you guys that are just now getting to the gym you're not going to believe this, but it's the fucking truth. You're, you're talking to a, uh, you know, previous fat boy and you're talking to a previous, you're skinny boy, right? Skinny yeah, boy. Exactly. So this is from, this is from two different completely bodies and minds is once you start going for at least, you know, three months to a year you're, and you, you go every day and you start seeing these massive results, you almost get addicted to it. And you're, you're, you're going to want to go more. Like when you miss a day, yesterday was my rest day and I'm still mad I didn't go. Like I'm like, really? yeah, like I That's... wanted to go, like I wanted to go do like cardio or something, but like we were planning like a party here last night to like watch the fight and shit. So the Conor McGregor fight, shout out to you, dude. You fucking, you earned that shit. That was... But, um, you know what I mean? But like, I'm, I'm still mad that I didn't go, but That's... I still, I still rake the yard and shit. Sounds like, like I an get... unhealthy addiction, my it I'm is, dude. I mean, I'm itching. I'm itching. Like, I gotta yeah. go. I, I still gotta go to the gym today. I that still haven't gone. The healthiest addiction, in fact, to have, and it is incredibly beneficial for not only your body but your mind. Working is. out is an outlet for, like I said, just all sorts of energies in your body, and it just it just helps you just to grow in in all four pillars. I would say. Absolutely, man. And like the thing is, is this is coming from a guy that hated going to the gym before. I hated going to the gym. Whenever I was going two days a week, I fucking hated it. So it is true. Like it's true in your eyes too, is that you start getting, you start wanting more because all of a sudden you're like, oh, fuck, I've lost 20 pounds. Like this ain't the ending point. You know, it's, it's, you know, it can be, but the second you start going stagnant is the day that you're going to stop growing. I have a question for you real quick. Yeah. What, what do you think, what do you do when you, do you ever come, um, come across the days where you're just like you don't want to go to the gym or rather it's like it's more of a monotonous like a routine that's what your mind kind of views it as what do you do in those days on the days that i'm not motivated you're not motivated you're like man i just did this the other day like this is the same exact thing or something yeah. something like that 
let me let me tell you something. If I only went to the gym when I felt good, yeah, I'd be a fat motherfucker. Same. Oh, dude, because there's a lot of days I don't want to go. So granted, there are days like I want to go. Yeah. So I never went to the gym and was like, "Wow, I regret that." Like I should have yeah, never no. came. Every time I go to the gym, I leave like. What's up, motherfuckers? Like, there's a new motherfucker leaving these doors. Like, that guy that walked in is not the guy walking out. Like, you you get you have that kind of significance to yourself. So, like, the thing is, is it's just showing up, man. Like, I will talk myself out of it. So, what they like, the thing Andy and Ed talk about is they have this thing. There, there's a thing called the bitch voice in your head, and it, that bitch voice is the thing when you wake up in the morning. It says, "Hey, hit snooze." And, and don't hit the alarm clock, you know what I mean? Instead yeah, of waking up. Yeah. So it's the same thing like that, man. It's just like you're laying in bed. You just got off of work. You know you need to go to the gym. You're coming up with every excuse not to go. That's whenever it's just three, two, one, motherfucker, get up and start getting dressed. <laughs> like yeah. that's like the shit I do because I would talk to myself for out. Like I, there was times in my life, especially when I was way overweight, to where I would just sit there and – I would talk to myself in my head for an hour, me going back and forth with that bitch voice, just being like, yo, but you went yesterday. You can just double down tomorrow. Yo, dude, you're just doing legs today. Just do legs and abs tomorrow. And you, and you start convincing yourself out of it, what you're trying to do. But right, what you got to do is be self-aware. The biggest thing that's going to help you on that is being self-aware that you're trying to talk yourself out of it, your subconscious. Yeah. So subconsciously, you're doing that. You're not doing that on purpose. What you're doing is your body has a mental state. It's a defensive mechanism. Your body doesn't want you to go through pain. And what do you do? The only way to grow is to go through pain, right? So what you're doing is your mind is saying, hey, man, (laughs) last time you did legs, you fucked this up. Don't do that again. Or with shit this time. But at the same time, it's <laughs> like, well, if you learned from last time, then you should do it well this time. And especially working every – that's something that's helped me so big. I've actually talked about this before is the splits, man. Like I used to work out one muscle uh, group a day. But working each muscle out twice a week has been helping me more than fucking ever. It, it gets me this sense of like – it's cool because like I – I'm, I, I'm starting to see my stomach starting to tone down. I'm starting to yeah. see my hips go it, down. And the result's just addicting. It's the addicting. Because, but you start getting mad a little bit. You're like, but, but the cool thing is, is you start going harder and harder and harder. Then all of a sudden, I'm fucking like, yo, these results are coming too slow. And then there's the motivation to go on Google and be like, what fucking supplement can <laughs> yeah. I take? Because I'm already putting in the work. I already have the mind game there. What do I just need to like? What's a fucking boost that it is? But the thing is, is it, it's just the process. It's just the process. You got to go through the bullshit. I had the hardest. My last leg day was the hardest leg day I've done three years, and it wasn't even an effective one. I was feeling. I, I was getting over a sickness. I was sick all last weekend, and uh, so mentally, you were oh, just, just did not want to be there. I was on workout number two, and I was yes. about to walk out the doors. I was literally about to leave, and like I was I literally talking. My I was I was there. I did not want to be there, but then. I, I just literally, I, I looked at myself in the mirror and this is a big thing that I do that really helps me out. I even just told my sister about this and I want to actually start telling my, you know, my fans is that just because I want to talk to my, my audience, I want to talk to you guys about this. This is something that's yeah. helped me in my personal life is look in the mirror and like, look at every definite, like look at yourself in the eyes and like, I will look at myself and I say, I'm Justin Lucero and I set the fucking standard. And I say that every day. And I, I say that when I'm brushing my teeth. Yeah. And I repeat it and repeat it because what you're going to do is every time you repeat it, you're, you're going to start believing it a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more um, because feeling non-deserving was a thing that I really struggled with in the back. So what I'll do is I, I sat there in the leg day thinking of every fucking reason not to finish everything. I did yeah. not want to finish. I was like, dude, I'm still sick, man. Like I can't breathe out my nose. So I'm only breathing yes. out of my mouth and, and leg day sucks. 
you know? And I'm like, this shit blows, dude. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. So I, was, I looked at myself in the mirror and I fucking had to collect myself. I had to be self-aware, which sometimes sucks. Sometimes no, you don't totally want to be does. self-aware. And I said, I'm just Lucero. I set the fucking standard. And I said it 10 times. And then I was able to finish my workout. It was gruesome, but I was able to finish it. It all boils down to your ability to beat your body. Your, not your body, your mind. Mm-hmm. When it's telling you, you shouldn't be doing what you're doing. It's, it's a, it is a defense mechanism in a way, but at the same time, it's like, it's harming you. Mm-hmm. It, ironically, oh, yeah. your, your body is looking for comfort. Um, and yes, yes, it is comfort, but at the same time, it's like, that's not going to help you grow. That's it's harming you. It's harming right. your aspirations, your, your dreams, your goals. Uh, if you want to grow, like you said, you need to endure the failure. And something I was, uh, inclined to ask you earlier when you were saying, uh, on the way out, uh, of the gym, you know, after you've trained after a grueling day, uh, when somebody goes, man, that was really amazing. And like, I know I just did something that was really good for my body. What do you think, uh, goes through the people's minds when, when they go out of the gym, um, and they think that same exact thing, like, wow, that was amazing. I felt the, I really felt the progress. Like that was, my mind is cleared, like, uh, more clear than it's been in a while at least. Um, and they just feel better than they, they felt in a while. And like somebody who's, who hasn't necessarily met their goals and is getting mm-hmm. kind of discouraged what sets them apart from from coming back the second time because that happens so often you know those quote-unquote new year's resolutioners who go for the first few months and they're like yeah i'm just not seeing those results is it just a lack of results that they're seeing or is it it lack of it's a lack of mental motivation yeah so there's a lot of motivation that goes into it and it it honestly comes down to laziness and discipline Mm -hmm. i mean people will always like laziness is not a big enough word in the fitness industry. A lot of people don't use it enough. And I, I'm trying to use it more because there's a lot of laziness that goes into fitness. And that's why it's like anything that's ever, anything great that has ever happened has come through fucking discipline, man. Yeah. And the thing is, is, is having the discipline to show up, man. Like, especially being a fat kid, dude, like, oh man, that shit sucked in the beginning because I, I would walk into the gym, you know, like if I was like a fat kid and had monster fucking arms and like I could bench 350, 400 pounds, it'd be different. But I went to the satisfied. gym. I'd be satisfied. I'd be like, yo, dude, exactly. I'm, I'm fat, but at least I'm stronger than you. When I went to the gym, I was fat and could only bench like 135 pounds. So it's like that that sucked, man, because so it came with a big mental thing. But then I really started thinking about it and I said, if I would have started two years ago, I'd be a different human being today. So what I did is I said – like there was a motivation speech I actually remember. And he said, do the shit today that your future self is going to be thankful for. Yes. So I did that. And I was just like, every day I went to the gym, I was like, you're going to fucking be thanking me one day, you know? And I am like, I'm still thinking that old fat dude. Like I'm like, yo dude, thank you so much for doing that now. Because I started thinking about it sometimes. I'm like, I've been in this for going on three years in the fitness industry. I'm like, dude, what if I was starting right now? Like that would suck. That like, exactly. The more time you waste is, it's just, that. just, it's time wasted. You yeah. have only so many years that you're able to perform admirably in the gym, especially before you begin to, your performance begins to naturally wane due to your mm-hmm. declining testosterone levels. And so it's like, why the hell not start like now when now, or like sometimes I, I, I would think, you know, just same as you, like, what if I had started when I was 15? Could you, have you seen those, those fucking models, by the way, who are like 15, 16, 17 years old, those kids are, fucking obviously they're oh, blasting yeah. like a bunch of testosterone or other shit but like that's impressive 
Yeah, dude. Like, they, like, what's that one kid? He's on like Bradley Martin stuff. Uh, he's a young kid, Tristan like sixteen. Lee, I, that's the him. soccer yeah. player. Yeah, yeah, the big dude. He's a young kid, kind of right. He's like sixteen years old, and he's like he works out with like Bradley. He's worked out with Bradley Martin. Yeah, yeah, Tristan. That's okay. Yeah, he plays yeah. soccer too, which is incredible. Really? Yeah, no. But dude, I was watching a video on him when he was like fourteen. Yeah, like an old video, and he was like up making like egg whites and like he I know. yeah, dude. I was like it's at like, like six dude. in the morning. I was like. <laughs> Fuck. and then these, there's there's fucking 40 year olds out here saying i don't have time this kid was 14 years old waking about like four or five in the morning before school to make fucking like six egg whites with some spinach omelets i'm like dude you have fucking time it just all becomes down to the discipline that you're willing to discipline, fucking buy by perception your 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 outlook on the world and like you know some of those guys are just jealous some of those guys are just like they they literally think that they can't they think that they're like unable to do that and it's something sometimes i wonder you know if there's something that we can do to help those guys who literally do not have think they have any hope at all it's like yes you realize you you don't realize how much potential you have (laughs) well you know who started all that bullshit of people like that limiting mind is the people that used to sell the courses that say hey you can lose 100 pounds a week gosh like that's the shit that pisses me off like these people wouldn't have these mindsets if it wasn't for those courses if it wasn't like hey i ate subway for three weeks and I was 350 pounds, and now I'm 180 with a six-pack. If, like, that shit never existed, those are the guys that ruined it. Because that's what happens, that these people go in there with the mindsets of being like, I'm going to have a six-pack in four months. And they believe that. They go in there 280, 300, 400, 500 pounds, whatever it is, and they truly believe that it, it, it takes it, – it's going to – it's only going to take three months. But if you have a personal trainer or a workout buddy, you need to be listening to people that says – Look, dude, you're, it's probably going to take you a few years. There, exactly, because that's the, the the reality of it. The, yeah. Those guys who sell those, you know, thirty day plans. That's just they're creating a false image. Yeah, yeah that's it, false advertising. It's false imagery. That that's just in physiologically it's bullshit. Impossible. It's impractical. It's bullshit. It's total bullshit, and it it pisses me off. It's like they're they're creating this uh this this illusion in these people's minds that like this thing is perfectly possible it's like no it no. absolutely is not it takes it did not take you one month to get you it did not take you 30 days to get you where the fuck you are right now don't think that it's going to take 30 days to get you out of where you fucking dug yourself into right so it's like How, how's your mindset on that dude i wanted to ask you that like how's your mindset like what's the thing that keeps you motivated like i know your why is like do the accident you don't ever yeah. want to go back to that like dark place and stuff but yeah. like what yeah. is like What's the shit that motivates you, man? Like, what's the shit? Is um, it like just your daily due diligence, or is it's, it? Just... It's it's a it's a mixture of things. I gotta say, it's uh, a mixture of. The, uh, I'll start with the the first thing that kind of encompasses everything. I think it's just an appreciation for the the body that God's given us. I think is just. I, I think the body is a is a is a blank canvas, and you're you're sculpting it. You're you're basically a, a, a somebody. You're an artist throughout your life you need to be sculpting and chipping away at certain parts of your body um and you need to be perfecting it your body i love that i've never heard anyone say like that before dude really that i've never well like i've heard that part but that the way that you just said it like how you brought god into it like i love that like that's he made us to be like you look at all these these statues sorry to interrupt you yeah you see all these statues of like david and like yeah like these things that like michelangelo did like and it's like that's what the human body should look like right not necessarily like kai green and like all those other guys who are like crazy <laughs> massive. Like, that is absolutely impressive but like i think that the aesthetic imagery that 
dwells between like the the natural look of like the the statue of David. That's how the human body should look. Absolutely. Not too huge, but not like anorexic. Like there's just this perfect, not perfect. It is. I would say it's that's like perfection, the closest thing that humankind can get to perfection. I that like is, that, man, because that's like what the competition shows are all looking for. That, what is the definition of a why perfect body? I do not like any any show except for the classic physique or which is whichever one is the one where they're in the board shorts where it's like they're not huge but like they're oh still yeah aesthetic, yeah yeah you know? i know what you're talking about like yeah 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 uh, I'm trying to think. maybe it's the mr olympia i don't know but um yeah it's like there there's a way the body should look uh obviously it's you're not into man thongs or what dude yeah no that's not <laughs> that's not a big uh thing on my agenda here <laughs> but um you know what? On some guys, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, <man>. But uh, <laughs> that's on another episode. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, that's kind of the the main thing though is uh, the, the the beauty within everybody. Like it's obviously it's illogical to assume that everybody's going to be able to achieve that because they're always going to be naysayers and stuff like that. Um, and it's like, you know, not everyone is going to have the motivation. Uh, if not everyone's situation. Uh, is the same that everyone has the same access to the, the resources that we have, you know, in these first world countries where we're, you know, blessed to be getting all these blessings and stuff like that. So you you've seen it done now. Exactly. I'm, I'm a guy of you no know, like, fucking no excuses, man. Like I literally like I believe that like no matter what state you're in, no matter what country you're in, they're like you know what I mean. There are like, those, those professional soccer players that are found on like the streets of Brazil and stuff, and they're brought on to the national teams. Yeah, and that it, is that is to play in like the. They're brought out of like the slums in like the UK or whatever. I don't know to be brought into the the English Premier League or whatever, and it's like it's amazing, and so that's like there's potential there, and it's like everywhere. You just gotta you just gotta be willing to go balls to the wall, put all the skin in the game, you know, and right. like do your passion, follow through, commit to it a hundred percent, and that's that's what's gonna that's what's gonna set you apart. That's what's gonna get you noticed. That's mm-hmm. what's gonna get you. Um, Never leave an opportunity on the table. Exactly. You're, that goes back to what you said earlier about your future self uh, thanking your past self. Like, um, there's this famous quote that's like, if when you're on your deathbed, are you going to regret anything in life? And like, obviously, everyone's going to regret, regret something. But it's like, if you don't regret something that was like a, a big turning point in your mm-hmm. life, like, what if I had done this? What if I had stepped out and done this? This big thing. What? Like, I wonder where I'd be right now. I wonder if I'd have even it's died like, today. Like, the saddest thing in the world is to see someone that's totally fucking working at Walmart, is. and then they have like, they're like, their dream is to become a fucking singer, right? And they yeah. work at Walmart, but they what they did is all these people around them set this invisible fucking limit on them that doesn't even exist. Um, and what ended up happening is that they just sit there and they start believing it. And it's the saddest thing is whenever you see a fucking 80 year old guy at Walmart has been working there for fucking 50 years. And he's just sitting there like, yeah, I was at, at 32 years old. I almost moved to Nashville and became a singer. It's like, dude, even if you would have failed and failed and failed and failed and failed, you don't think eventually that guy would have became some sort of a fucking singer and, and he would have stopped at boxing fucking unboxing groceries. He would have had to have failed in order to get to where he Succeed, wanted to be. Yeah. Exactly. And so but that's the thing though, that he those some of those some people just can't get past that. And that's just because it's the the limits that society has placed upon it, whether it's through college or through other people who have been squashed, you know, their dreams have been squashed, like the they're just they just don't want to see anybody else succeed or something like that it's 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 ridiculous there's like a it's not a prejudice but it's like 
it's almost as if like the natural balance of the world is like negative. And, and, yeah, but it's that's like, why it's that's why they're called the ninety nine percent of the population. There's only one percent, one to two percent. That's what of makes people. it special, though. Without yeah. that that majority, we wouldn't have this extremely special minority. And I, I hate to see that, but it's otherwise it would be utopian society if everybody right. was you know successful at what they wanted to do. They did all did what they wanted to, which obviously would be infeasible. I, I guess. Yeah. But, um, I yeah, mean, you yeah. know, but I don't want to get into that. But like, you know what I'm saying, though. It's uh, like, yeah, you can go on and on yeah, and on. Yeah, I totally could do. But um, shit, I was gonna say something. Fuck. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, going back to what you said, I guess. Uh, it's just you, you gotta the the failure, success trains failure complaints. That's like the I don't know if you've ever seen that poster in Fair Public. I see it every fucking day. That oh, no. Yeah, no, I, I, don't, I don't remember seeing it. Like, so, but, uh, and there's, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> that's all I have to say about that. That's no, all man. I have to say about that. All right, man. Well, we can go ahead and like, get into closing. I want you, so in the in the best words you can, man, and, uh, you know, don't overthink this, but, like, for people that I are just starting to work out, <laughs> um, it's always easy to target the people that are working out that are plateauing and all that. But for someone that doesn't work out at all, at all, like mm -hmm. fucking like, I want to make major change, but I am deathly affair. Like I am literally willing to stay fat instead of making the change. Cause I'm so scared of starting to work out. What is your number? Like, I guess like one tip, it could be vague. And I know it's a vague question. Like there's, it's an open-ended question, but like, um, if you, if you got to give one bit of advice, it's someone that's just wanting to start in the fitness industry to change their body, which will eventually start to change in their mind. What would that be? Somebody who's, who, who wants to change, but is frightened of the concept. And of, they've never worked out. They've just, yeah. just someone that wants to start so bad, but they're so scared. It's like someone that's like a singer and they're scared to tell their mom or dad that they're singing. Like what's like, but for the gym, they've been obese their whole life. They've been skinny their whole life. Like what's like that one tip that you can be like, this is what you need to do, and it will help. Sometimes you just gotta chuck it in the fucking bucket and call it a day. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. That's uh, honestly that's that's kind of the gist of it. But like sometimes you just gotta say like it, it is. This is the the first step, guys. Listen to this. The first step is I cannot stress this enough. The first step is the hardest step, always, a hundred percent of the time. Like say um, you you know you're a you're a bodybuilder who's been competing. You know you have your IFBB Pro card or whatever. Um, he, he's still gonna, that guy's still gonna endure plenty of hardships, but nothing is gonna be like the first time he went to the gym. Nothing is gonna come close to that. Um, you know, so it's, it's all about taking that first leap. It's, it's all about, um, faith that, that you have in yourself, that you're gonna be able to achieve it. Um, and somebody who's listening to this, who, you know, this might be pertaining exactly to you, you might be saying, well, I, I, I don't think that I'll be able to follow through with it. It's yes, you can tell yourself that you can like, like, uh, Justin said earlier, keep, tell yourself every morning I can do it. I can work out and I will become better. I am so-and-so say your name. Uh, I am so-and-so and I will, I will achieve it. It's the first step that gets everybody. It's that's why, you know, the whole concept of, of uh new year's resolutioners exists because those are the people who go to the gym and they just get 
discouraged, you know, just because maybe they, this is their first time going to the gym. They don't, they feel out of place. They're not achieving the results they want. You know, they don't know what they're, they feel like they don't know what they're doing. They feel like they're not making a lot of friends at the gym. Just, just balls to the wall, put your, put the skin in the game, just commit to it. Um, but have faith in yourself, have faith in your ability to achieve what you want. That's the main thing I can say that I will say you need to not, you need to, well, you do need to, I don't want, cause like when people hear the word you need to, they get kind of like, you know, they put up the front. Yeah. 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 Uh, but you, it's, it's as simple as that. You it's gotta, your fucking duty, man. It's your duty. You need to, um, you owe it to the universe, man. And, Cause what you could do is you could be motivating while working out. You could be motivating someone else. Exactly. You know, without even knowing it, man. Like I look at it like it's your fucking duty to be great. It's your duty. Like, exactly. If you're, you're looking at it from God's standpoint and he was, and you're his son, wouldn't you want that person to be great? That you've been given. Yeah. Don't, don't waste it. Don't waste it. Don't waste it. Like put, make the most of it. Be who you want to be. Your life is yours. Your life is yours. Sim simple as that. Your life is yours. Nobody else's. And a big right. thing I want to stress is there's people out there and I do like when I say stress, I mean, I truly want to fucking stress. Oh, let me just change this. It's truly, uh, truly want to stress this. Um, if you're in fucking New York for three days and you've been doing a strict diet and you've lost 40 fucking pounds and you want to try a New York fucking piece of pizza, go eat that fucking piece of pizza, dude. Like, Fucking do it. Like, dude, you're just look at it. Like, see what people will do is they'll eat that piece of pizza. This is what you don't do. Oh, I already fucked up. Now I'm going to go get a donut. Now no, I'm going to go no, get some ice no. cream. Now I'm going to go do this. Now I'm going to do that. No, you go deserve have that. that. You deserve yeah. it. You and if you want to go have a pizza. You lost all that weight. You can, you can afford to have a single cheat meal. You can and especially that. if you know you have the discipline to get back into and it. It's, it's all about knowing yourself. That's something I cannot stress enough. You need to know yourself. If you know that you cannot handle a cheat meal, then don't, right? You've gotten absolutely. yourself down 40 pounds. That is absolutely amazing. So therefore, you have you have the, the mindset of somebody who is – you're strong-willed, basically. So you, you will have the will to not be able to eat the piece of pizza if you know that you will not be able to handle it. So that being said, if you know you can handle it, then by all means, eat a piece of pizza. If, if, you, if you need to, eat two. If you need but, to say no to go to a Conor McGregor fight yeah. just because you know you're going to fucking splurge, <laughs> dude, sometimes you got to say no. Like I know it's a – I know I just – I'm going against what I just said, but at the same time, it's like – if you, again, like you said, if you know yourself, dude, just fucking just like if you've had a cheat day on Friday and you're fucking next cheat and then Conor McGregor fights tomorrow and you know you can't splurge, bring your own fucking food. Or if if you have the discipline to show up and let's say you're in a carb deficit and they have pizza and wings, if you have the discipline to eat the wings, show up, dude. But yes. at the same time, if you don't have that discipline, dude, stay home. It's only gonna stay better home, you. Watch on TV with friends with a gallon of water on the nightstand. Fucking A, dude. Exactly. Yeah. Like some fucking boiled eggs and shit. Fucking easy, dude. <laughs> yeah. God, this is easy. Dude. Here at the Rebel Academy, you lose 100 pounds in three weeks here. That's what happens. It's a fact. It is. <laughs> so think, think about this guy. Think about this guy. So human human achievement has, has uh, it, it has just evolved into such a, an amazing thing in the past few centuries, I'd say. From where we were 200 years ago, 220 years ago, like 
to now. Like, that's fucking ridiculous. Aren't so, you glad you were born in this era? Yeah, exactly. But warm? What I'm saying is, like, we've got all these facets these these uh, of life, like, um, and motivation, like, social media. Don't use that to idolize people. Do not idolize people. That is unhealthy. Instead, look for motivation. Uh, exogenous motivation means something that you can uh, not necessarily look up to, but something that you can uh, use as a template for your own life. And like I said, um, you know, our body, our bodies are, are blank canvases. So if you need a template to trace with at first, by all means, go ahead. That'll make everything, uh, that'll make the first few steps significantly easier is, uh, if you use, you know, like a, like a, um, a fitness model or somebody like that, uh, as some sort of a motivation instead of like, um, instead of like using their 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 um personal why yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah their own mantras like like i said be yourself but um you know find motivation in other people as well so just just use that uh use social media use use the tools that you've been given um we, we've come a long way as, as the human race you know so we've got a lot of tools use them um we've got the internet don't believe everything you find on the internet but uh find a, a singular source of information uh, sometimes couple sources, you know, just look for this. Yeah, because if you feed your body too much shit, exactly. one person's going to say, do it this way. Then the next person's say, don't do it fucking that way. <laughs> and the next person's going to be like, don't do it both of those ways. And then you're just <laughs> sitting there like, what the fuck do I what do? What do I do? Yeah, so no, seriously, guys, get confused. Yeah. you need to be following people that look like you want to look like. You know, like if you want to fucking look like The Rock, do what The Fucking Rock does. But you got to be, if you want to be bigger than The Rock, you got to do you got to be able to put in more than the fucking rock. That's the thing. People always want to look like Dwayne the Rock Johnson, but they're not willing to put they're in the fucking work. work. So you're never going to get They're not willing to invest that. their time, their money into the food that he invests. Right. Has invested. Did you, he, he mentioned it in a, in like a Saturday Night Live thing or something with the money, Jimmy Fallon. He was like, uh, 20 years ago, he had like $7 in his pocket. Yeah. And he was yep. working at like a gas station or something like that. And I was like, that is insane he's he's, one of the richest like celebrities in the world right now you know he's the fastest growing instagram influencer in the world yeah like 160 million yeah and he's still growing like he's the fastest he's the most he has more engagement than than fucking kylie jenner shit yeah dude like he has more like his comments if you go on his instagram and look at his fucking comments it's yeah insane dude all these famous people are commenting on this shit and he's like engaging with them too dude this is just the guy has more engagement. Do you know why? Because he set a new standard in the fitness. Yeah. He cares. He doesn't compete. He looks that way because he knows he deserves it. He knows that that's his capability. He tells himself, he, he, I'll, I'll be willing to bet you like a lot of money, which I don't have, um, that he <laughs> wakes up every morning and says something, something along the lines of what we said. Like he wakes up, he has a, a schedule, not necessarily a completely arduous schedule, but he follows it every day. And he wakes up and he is a motivated motherfucker. And he is um, he's grown in the past two decades just more than you know a lot of people have. So that's that's impressive. <laughs> yeah, oh absolutely, dude. No, that's that's fucking huge, man. Yeah, that guy's a legend. Dude, he, I will promote that guy here. I'm not gonna be able to talk about him, but I will fucking talk about him. Like this dude is like he, he's a fucking legend, man. But no, dude, and, you know, and you, the thing is, man, and you guys got to go follow this guy, man. I'll leave all of his description, um, you know, below of where you can follow his socials because 
I highly recommend it. Plus, we were talking about it before. He said he's going to be doing some bigger things on his Instagram, changing some stuff up, and he's wanting to engage. And he's wanting to engage with some audiences like you guys. But, you know, me and him are like-minded individuals. So if you get any value out of me, definitely follow him because you're going to get value out of him because I give value out of him. So make sure to follow him, man. Uh, or not man. There's women too. But make sure to go <laughs> guys, follow him, guys. <laughs> people, my people. People, yeah. Go follow him. Um, where can they find you, man? Uh, so my, my Instagram is as of right now, it's at Shay Allen Smith, S H A Y Allen Smith. Um, and then, uh, I don't really have a Facebook or a Twitter, but I've been recommended to get both of those. So I probably will, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I am, uh, I'm just, uh, trying to get more motivated to, to get more active on Instagram. That's, that's been an ongoing process. Um, just cause I've struggled with like stuff like, uh, cystic acne for a while. And so it's. In terms of like presentability, I felt like I'm not like quite up to par. So that's just kind of my thing. But um, I'm I'm learning how to cope with that, and also. And you're fine, you did. You're you've gone a long way, especially yeah. when I first met you, dude. So I would say double down on that shit. Yeah. Fuck, dude. You don't want to be doing construction and working at Fit Republic your whole life. So I know Damn you got right. it. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you were telling me that before, and I'm not saying that as any sort of a diss. I just know that's not your future. So like, dude, just fucking double yeah. down on it you know, do some big things. Cause I'm going to get, I'm going to make it a duty. Like I'm not, I don't charge for this podcast. So guys, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm not asking for any money, any sponsorship, nothing like that, just to go follow Shay, because there's just going to be, I have a feeling there's some big content. A, a question I want to start asking at the end of my podcast is, um, we're here to change the world, right? Rebel Academy yes, is here to change the fucking world. This is like what I want to do. Um, and eventually we're going to build a great team. Dude, I want people to leave this studio feeling better than they are feeling more vibrant than they did before they uh before they got here. Do you feel I want a hundred percent do? Probably like this is this is one of those I think milestone experiences. Like this is um like I said, when I first was on when I was on my way here, like this is I was like, this is a big deal. Like this guy has a YouTube channel, like this is a podcast. I've never been on a podcast before, I've never uh, talks like I'm not necessarily in front of people, but I know that there are going to be plenty of people listening to this. And so that's an intimidating thought because I've never, like I said, been an assertive person, but uh, more of an introvert, you know. So this is just kind of like a, an amazing thing, but it's a, a good growth experience. So I definitely feel more, I feel like I've grown more vibrant, yeah, more vibrant, sweet. just All more, right. just happier. Like I, I, I've learned a lot. Like I need more friends like you. That's something that I uh, just now. Uh, realized <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah. yeah it's uh it's just a good experience that's all it's just what life it, uh, demands is good experiences so well dude that yeah. that means that i've done my job but yeah man a big thank you for coming on the show man i mean course, man. like oh fuck i'm sure we're gonna be talking about some crazy shit after but yeah man like honestly thank you from the bottom of my heart for coming man like yeah. it, it means the Thanks world to me. me um guys go follow him shay allen smith on instagram i am gonna drop that in the uh, description below. So make sure to fucking do it because half the time, <laughs> most people just won't do it. But make sure to do it, man, because like this, if you guys don't know what he looks like, we're going to take a picture afterwards. That way you guys have it. But honestly, go check him out, man. The dude is massive. He's only 20 years old and he's he's done some crazy things, man. Like he he has an incredible physique and it's crazy to think that he's on the same level um, that I am of thinking like, wow, this is the beginning. I'm like, holy fuck, that's crazy. This is your beginning? Like, that's a good thing, man. Like you're doing some shit right. So um, no, man, incredible human being. Thanks again for coming on the podcast, man. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Yeah. No problem again. So again, go give him a follow. 
But thank you, uh, Rebel Academy, from the bottom of my heart. 2019 was a great year. 2020 is going to be our biggest fucking year. And uh, thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for listening. I'm Justin. I'm your host. And thank you for listening to the Rebel Academy.